In this video, I'm going to share with you what I learned from the second time that I took acid. And of course, first, I have to tell you a bit about the story. So it all took place on this small little Gulf Island off of Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada. The place I was staying was a provincial park, and the idea was to take this acid and be able to just kind of explore and just be in nature and, and have a good experience at this beautiful park. The thing is, is I got to the island really late at night, so I didn't pay for the campground and I knew I was going to have to do that the next day. So I set up camp and in the morning, I took the acid knowing that, oh, it's going to take a little while to kick in and hit. And I realized that I still hadn't paid for camping. So a little bit of time goes by and the park ranger comes up and I am tripping. I, I'm just like coming up on the trip and I can't handle the interaction with this complete stranger. I started looking at him and he looked like a gnome he looked like a garden gnome to me because you know he had a beard he was shorter he was a little bigger and those features just started kind of morphing and turning him into this little garden gnome uh person and it was so strange interacting with him and he had this car this little it wasn't even a car it was like a little gas golf cart thing and it was spraying fumes out of it and it was so loud and it was just the weirdest experience so that's how i started this experience and it really i didn't know that i had anxiety back then but i realize now that that was a very sort of social anxiety inducing uh experience and that was the beginning of my trip. So right away I was sort of off and I needed to recalibrate and I wasn't sure how I was going to recalibrate. And then I started having a lot of uh, inner vision stuff from acid. When I close my eyes, oftentimes on acid, I'll have sort of geometric shapes. And this time, I guess because of uh, my experience or because of the dosage or something like that, what I was getting was this neon green and pink uh, lines that were sort of all squiggly and uneven and I would close my eyes and they would be like competing against each other and there was this one moment where I just said okay I need to go sit down I need to meditate and so I sat and I meditated and these lines that were all uneven and kind of really causing chaos inside of my eyes as I calmed down and as I breathed and started to meditate and calm, they started to connect and then they all became one color and they all just became pink. And, and then I would get distracted and it would go whoop and it would go uneven again. So the, the acid was giving me this experience where it was forcing me and it was giving me a, a visual aid to uh, forced me into a meditative state because it was a state that I needed to be in. I needed to calm down. I needed to find my joy. I needed to be present and in the moment. And so after doing that and eventually kind of getting to a place where I felt okay again, I was on the beach and I was just looking around and there was people, there was a the, these people coming off their boats in off into the beach and uh it just i just just started making up stories in my head of these people and it was really kind of an amazing experience to just sort of watch and just see the world around me and 
fully take it in as if it was like the first time I've ever seen uh, nature, first time I've ever seen people. And then I decided, okay, now it's time to adventure. So I started walking the trails and I had this moment, I had this, it, it just, it, the energy of acid was just coming up and it, I was so like pumped full of energy. And I had this moment where I really connected with my animal self. That was the one main thing that I learned from this was that there's kind of an animal self that we all have inside of us. And oftentimes it's ignored. And this acid trip really brought that out. So I was very, very sensitive to everything. And I, and I stopped to, to pee in the bush. And I just kind of like, I realized what I was doing. So I sort of had to like look around, make sure everything was safe. I was just like completely present. I was my animal self just marking my territory in a way or just having the experience of what it's like to sort of pee in nature. It was very strange. I know it's a very weird thing to talk about, but that's what my experience was, was I was, I was authentically my animal self and not a single thought really going through my head, just sort of reacting to the moment and able to just sort of move. And I was running through the woods and um, just really feeling into what my ancestors felt and and what animals feel it was such a cool experience and it's something that I've taken with me to understand more and and I realized kind of that there's a way to look at ourselves as um, as kind of a multi-part person uh, we have an animal self we have an intellectual self and we have a higher self and this is something that I ended up reading later on and kind of connecting oh I had that experience where I became my animal self. So this this was a very public park. Um, it was it's like a massive forested park. It's not like a dog park or something, uh, with trails going throughout and informational things everywhere. And it was really a real nature park. But there was people around, and for some reason I got it in my head where I just was like, I need to get in the water and I need to be naked. And I, there was a lot of fear that I had coming up about that. So I, I looked around and I eventually I just said, OK, I need to get over this fear and I need to commit to this. So I stripped down. I hopped right in the water. Usually I'm very timid around water. If it's cold or anything like that, I'm so um, cautious to get in. I just I'm not a big kind of like cold water person, but I just said, I need to do this. This is part of the experience. So I dove in, I swam around my clothes on the beach and I just hopped back out, kind of just laid there drying in the sun. And then I put my clothes on and it was such an amazing experience. It was, I was still feeling into that animal self and it was just such a beautiful experience to have this, this skinny dip of, of where I'm just connecting with a one, another one of nature's elements. I was in the water feeling it and feeling sort of the, uh, the calmness and regeneration that it really has. Water is magic. It heals. And so that's what I was feeling. And, and that's one thing that I learned was that we have these fears that are holding us back. And I was afraid to do that, but the one way to conquer your fear is to actually 
put yourself in the situation. And that's what I did. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to let the fear come up. I'm just going to do it anyways. And then when we sit down, we can realize, hey, I was scared of that, actually. And I just did it and everything's fine. Nothing happened. Everything's okay. And I, a lot of our fears are in our head. And that's what I was beginning to maybe not learn in the moment of, of being on acid, but I was experiencing. And so when there came time for reflection about the experience I had, I was able to see that, oh yeah, you can just do what you're afraid of and then you won't be afraid of it anymore. So that's one thing that I learned from this. Some other things that I learned was that um, I, I started observing there was this one sort of beach area where there was a beach on either side of this little strip of land. And the, the strip of land acted as sort of a land bridge between um, two places that otherwise would be, you know, an island and, and the main island. And I could see that there was sand and beach and then there was grass. And it, it was like I could really observe the 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 coast the place where the ocean and land met and i could see it on both sides of this little land bridge and i could see as it got closer to the middle the vegetation changed and i was just really able to observe that's one thing that acid really always does to me is it makes me be able to observe nature and really see it for what it is and and actually like look at the flowers and think about okay this is how it turns to seed this is how it attracts the the insect that it needs and really just kind of look more deeply into things that are around us and things that we just walk past without ever looking at so i was able to see how interesting of a place the beach is because that's where water meets land and there's this in between space where it, there's a very specific environment um, and I was just observing that environment so I use that as a as a tool to kind of use my my eyes and my mind in a different way to absorb as much as I could around me I learned um, one thing about myself as well I ended up seeing that place and and then I found this Arbutus tree that had prayer flags in it. And I really just like, I took these mental pictures that were just so beautiful in my mind, but I didn't have my camera on me and I did have a camera at the time. And I, I just, I was like, if I don't go out there now while I'm still high, I won't get these pictures and I won't really, I won't uh, document it. And I really wanted to document it. I really wanted to, um, take some pictures of the the land bridge of the arbutus tree with the prayer flags and I knew that these would be beautiful images and if I didn't do it now it would never be done so even though I was tired at that point I was coming down from the trip I went back to my camp grabbed my camera and hiked back to these spots and took these pictures and that was something that I learned about myself is that Sometimes if you don't act in the moment, if you don't just say, you know what, I'm tired, I'm going to just do this anyway, though, it's just not going to get done. So that's something that I learned about myself is that if I want to do something, I have to do it immediately. I have to put it in place so that it's going to happen. Otherwise, I'll just 
I'll just say, oh, no, it's okay. It wasn't actually as important as I thought it was. And uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I learned. I There's some other things that I did learn, but it's all a little bit foggy, the significance of it. Um, I haven't looked too much into the memories. I'm just still just kind of diving into the little bits of memories and I'm having things come to me. But um, to glean what I actually learned from the experience is a little bit harder than just telling you the, about the experience itself. But those are essentially the main things that I learned from my second time doing acid. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the What I Learned From series. If you are interested in this subject, I do have other ones where I talk about other psychedelic experiences I've had or other substance experiences that I've had. And uh, the playlist will be popping up if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast app, I appreciate that. We have a little extra intro and extra outro for all the listeners out there. So if you want that, I highly recommend you check us out on your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to support the show directly, you can do so on Patreon. And once you join Patreon, you get an invite to a private Discord chat where you can talk directly to me as well as all the other Patreons. And we can talk We can talk about these experiences and we can kind of dive a little deeper. The comment section is also another good place for that. So I'll see you down there. I'll see you on Patreon. And uh, huge thanks to all the Patreons we already have. Thanks for watching. On this show, you know, I've talked a lot about money. Um, Investing is an interest of mine. Money is really important. It's a store of energy of of ourselves. And basically, we can use it to create in this world. We can make all these different things happen just because of the money that we either use. And the more you accumulate of it, the more you can create. And it's just, uh, it's a fascinating subject. And it's a lot easier sometimes to actually save money than it is to make money. So today's sponsor is Mint Mobile. And if you're in the States and you have a cell phone, you can probably save a lot of money by switching to Mint. I mean, Mint has these plans. It's like 15 bucks a month, unlimited calling, unlimited texting, five gigabytes of data. They have 4G, 5G plans. And for 30 bucks, you can get unlimited data included with that plan. And so it's like 30 bucks unlimited data. And the internet is so powerful. We need to get on there. We need to learn. I mean, you're probably, you're using the internet right now to listen to this, to download this. Um, it's important to have, and you might be able to save a ton of money by switching to Mint. So check out the link in the description for Mint Mobile. And we get a kickback here. We get a small commission. So it really, really supports the show. It's super, super important to um, feel like I can actually do this and make a little bit of cash, um, th- this podcast. So it's going a long way and it's really important for you to save money as well. So if you are spending too much on your mobile, go at least check it out. See if the coverage is good for you, if the service is good for you. And basically it's a smart business as well. What they've done with mint mobile is they've, um, they've basically done what more and more companies are doing to save money and to pass it on to consumers, which is not have a retail store. There's a lot of empty shopping malls out there in the world now because there's no need 
for companies like Mint Mobile to have a cell phone kiosk in the mall or whatever storefront. And so they can pass those savings from not having to, um, you know, rent and lease that space, not having to employ those people working there. They can employ people in a more concentrated fashion so they can have less employees and serve more people basically. And they do it all online, all through the internet. And the customer service is supposedly pretty good still. Um, that's the other thing too, is you don't want to like lose things by switching to Mint Mobile. So I would I would just recommend checking them out, see if it's a fit for you. Um, basically, when I ever have a problem on my cell phone, I'm calling them anyway. I'm not going into a store. Uh, that's just, you know, you're just looking to get upcharged basically by going into a store anyway. So um, check it out. Links in the description, like I said.